today on the Sales Life Podcast. A lot of times, man, when you get on a slick spot, you stay with that negative confirmation bias. It's that, it's that what I like to call the see, I told you so <laughs> syndrome. And so everything you do, man, a customer hangs up on you. They bounce on you. They, 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 they get all the way to finance and then they, they end up backing out or just, I mean, you went to go make copies of their license and you come back and they're all of a sudden just changed their mind. You're like, what the hell just happened? That's that negative confirmation bias where you say, see, man, I told you so. I told you. So everything from there is confirming what you already, it's what you already believe. They're not, they're not going to buy anything. And so it seems like, man, that the rut just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. That's how you break free of it. Hey, before we rock out with today's episode, I'm super excited to let you know that the sales life is branching out. The sales life sales edition. It's a whole different podcast, whole different platform for those who are out there in the sales profession wishing to plus size their game. So be sure there's a new episode every Monday that's going to be launched. And so be sure and subscribe to that one. Let me know what you think. TheSalesLife1 at gmail.com. TheSalesLife, the number one at gmail.com. Or you can DM me at any of the socials. Stay amazing. We all know what confirmation bias is, right? And confirmation bias is that um, is that tendency to interpret um, something new as confirmation of what you already believe. So you you kind of already have it resonating in your head. You see something that you normally haven't seen, but it confirms what's already in your head. So, <clears throat> um, for instance, you go to a car lot. You never really considered this model before, and you go to a car lot. You see that model. You drive it. You're really kind of digging it, and you don't buy it, and you're just kind of thinking about it, right? And you go marinate on it. And what happens when you drive out? When you drive out, dude, every it's like everywhere you go, you've seen that same model. Same thing with colors too. Okay, same model, the the model that you were thinking, and you're thinking about a certain color, and then you realize how many red colors there are. And those things, all before, they they were already there. They were already all around you all before, but now that you're kind of, it, now it's it's in your head. Now what you're seeing is it's it's confirming that. Well, that's confirmation bias. We all know that. But let's flip the script. What about confirmation bias on the negative side? And dude, we get the negative confirmation bias in a lot of different areas, man. We get it. We get it with our our, our weight loss program. We get that negative confirmation bias, that negative CB, man, that NCB. We get that negative confirmation bias where we feel like that it, it, it'll work for everybody else. It's not going to work for me. This, this, this 5 a.m. thing isn't going to work. This smoothie thing isn't going to work for me. This this uh, spinach diet is not going to work. None of this stuff's going to work for me, man. These special exercises, this trainer's not going to be able to help me. I, it's not going to work. Dude, I knew a woman who was uh, a little bit overweight, and I would urge her, I'd be like, Dude, just go to the gym. I'm telling you, work. I mean, look at me. I was, you saw, I was a big fat ass at one time. And she says, no, that, that works for everybody else, but not me. Out of 7 billion people, she really thought that it would work for everybody else except for her. I said, confirmation bias in the negative way. Same thing in sales, man. 
sales would get on a slick spot. And dude, I don't know why that is. I, and I guess, I guess, really, we're, we're just wired that way. We're wired to think that um, we we don't believe that the good times will roll for it. We know that. Um, but we do believe that the bad times will just keep on going. And I think hard down somewhere we're just wired negatively. You know, part of it was a safety feature. Um, but sometimes I, I, I guess it's that we just don't believe that we're deserving of the success. And so a lot of times, man, when you get on a slick spot, you stay with that negative confirmation bias. It's that, it's that what I like to call the see, I told you so <laughs> syndrome. And so everything you do, man, a customer hangs up on you. They bounce on you. They, 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 they get all the way to finance and then they, they end up backing out or just, I mean, you went to go make copies of their license and you come back and they're all of a sudden just changed their mind. You're like, what the hell just happened? That's that negative confirmation bias where you say, see, man, I told you so. I told you. So everything from there is confirming what you already, it's what you already believe. They're not, they're not going to buy anything. And so it seems like, man, that the rut just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. That's how you break free of it. I hear all that, Marsh. So <laughs> what's up, man? How do you break free of all that? Let me tell you how you break free. You individualize it. You don't personalize it. Individualize it, man. Don't don't personalize it. Because many times when you get in that negative confirmation bias, it's because what you're starting to do is is you're starting to attach it like a dryer sheet attached to you, man. It's 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 like Velcro to you, and you personalize the the situation. So you you tend to lump it all together. It's like one big clump, and it just adds to your already failed soul. And so you attach whatever the negative situation is. You you see it as negative. So it's just like I see. I told you, and it all lumps together, and you tend to personalize that and you say, see, I, I, I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew the loan wasn't going to come through. I knew the customer wasn't going to buy. As a matter of fact, I don't think a customer is going to buy from me for the rest of the year. And this is just January. You, you tend to personalize all of these things instead of just individualize it, man. Just individualize it. It's a singular moment and they all, they're all individual. So, and you have to remind yourself of that. See, when your mind is trying to sit there and confirm something to you, when you feel that you're starting to slip into that erosion of confirming something negative, individualize it. Just really, literally say that. This is an individualize it. Individualize it, Marsh. And you take, you take this moment, this situation, and you look at it in a singular lens. That's all it is. Your customers that you've been having, this 0 and 11 streak that you that you've had, these customers that you've been having are not related, dude. The situations that's going on are not related to one another. They're not. So individualize it. If you feel like that your workout's not working out, no pun intended. I guess that rhymed. If you feel like that stuff's not not working for you, individualize it, man. Don't personalize. Oh, that just not meant for me to work out. No, individualize the moment. Individualize the situation. You got to tweak it a little bit. I mean, uh, take an athlete who's who's shooting a basketball and he 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 misses five shots in a row, seven shots in a row. Uh, he, the balls aren't related, man. The situations are all different. When he comes down the court the next time, it's not he's not following the same path. He's not following the exact same footwork. He's not. It's all different situations. Maybe it's the mechanics. Maybe it's his approach to it. 
Maybe it's also his mental approach to it. And so the way he's pulling up, man, it's too erratic. The way it's not smooth and fluid. And also as he's releasing that ball, man, it's it's confirming you're in some ways you're you're shooting inside and you don't even realize it. You're shooting in such a way confirming that it's gonna miss. That's a weird deal. It's not that you want the the negative result, man. It's not that you want the bad outcome, but really deep down inside you're confirming everything. You kind of roll into that victim mindset. And when you feel yourself slipping into that, man, individualize. Don't personalize. It's just it's just a solitary moment. So what's your mechanics? What's your approach to it? And when you have that, you got to be bold. you got to be direct, man. And you, you don't add any fluff to it. You don't add any extra words. to if you're, if you're in sales, you don't add any extra words to what you're trying to say. A lot of times to ease the rejection, what we tend to do is we tend to put extra words in there in, in something where when, when you're on a roll, you don't. You come right out and you say it. And you say it in as few words as possible with the correct words in the right order. But it's like when you're in a negative confirmation bias, then what happens is, is you tend to add extra words to minimize the rejection that's coming. And so when you do it, you add a whole bunch of extra words. It comes out fuzzy, gray. And that's why the customer a lot of times says no. The customer says no a lot of times because they don't know what the hell you just said. You, Marsh, you just added too many words. Bro, just what are you trying to ask me? So you got to be bold. You got to be direct. See, confirmation bias is good when you're on a roll. It's good. I mean, you'll take the meanest, nastiest customer. If you're on a roll right now and they say, hey, Marsh, man, th- th- this, one's a, this one's a live one. And what do you say? Man, bring that shit here. Bring them. Set them down. Let's go. Because it's confirmation bias in the right way. It's it's saying, hey, sit right down. I'm going to make this deal happen. But when you have that negative confirmation bias and they bring that same situation and you say, oh, man, here we go again. See, it's right there. When you say, not another one. Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, uh, you know, when you start to slide into those things right there, you got to call yourself out on it. Individualize it. See, this is negative confirmation bias, Marsh, right here. Catch it. And if you catch it quick, it's an individual moment. The customers aren't related. The situations aren't related. That's what people do when they help you find your keys, right? When they help you find your wallet. They don't go down the rabbit hole of of, uh, chaos with you. When you're freaking out, when you're throwing stuff, when you're cussing up a storm because you can't find your keys or your wallet, what do they do? They just ask you questions. Well, tell me what's going on. You you rant, ranting and raving and all this kind of stuff, and they individualize. Well, where were you? Were you in the bathroom? Did you go upstairs? What about this? When did you last drive your truck? When did you last use it? Here it is right here. It's right here, bro. Here it is. See, they individualized the situation. They didn't personalize it. They didn't say, oh, God, Marsh, why does this continue to happen to you, man? I mean, how much worse could life get for you? This is terrible. No, they individualized the situation. They step in. They look at it through a uh, one frame, through a singular lens. They individualize the situation. They just retrace the steps. Here's your keys. Here's your keys. Individualize the situation, man. Don't lump things together. 
All right, TSL Nation, that's all the time that we have today. I know I wish there was more time, but guess what? We'll be back for future episodes to prime your mind. In the meantime, once you do this, head over to the Sales Life Facebook group and join a growing community of like-minded individuals who are working every single day to be top producers, both personally and professionally as well. Got to be both. Now, if you found value in today's episode, would you do me a solid? Would you share this episode with your friends, with your family, also on your socials? That's the only way that we're going to grow the Sales Life Nation is by putting your fingers to work. Also, I love ratings and reviews. Love to hear those, not only for myself, but also there are a million podcasts out there, literally a million podcasts out there. And your rating and your review could stop one to someone to look at that and say, you know what, I want to be a part of the Sales Life Nation too. Look, I'm on all the socials, wherever you hang out, hook up with me there, say hello, and whatever you want to drop a line to me, do so, 337-565-0906, bsaleslife1 at gmail.com. Until next time, stay amazing.